Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, and today is October the 6th, and it's, uh, it's 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock in my time. I, uh, I was uh, filming uh, videos today, and uh, I had released, had one ready to go. One was supposed to go, oops, let me mute that. Had one ready to go, and um, I've uh, stopped it, so it won't come out today. I just didn't feel... I don't know, uh, like launching it. And I figured I'd go live uh, mostly because I don't feel like making content right now. If you guys haven't heard, um, we have lost Eddie Van Halen. He has passed away at 65 years old of cancer. And uh, so uh, I think like a lot of you, I feel like talking. So I hope uh, I can, uh, I thought maybe... Maybe I'll create a forum right now for you guys. Anyone wants to make comments, I'll, I'll read them. We'll talk. He, uh, he mattered a great deal to a lot of us, to some of us who, you know, some players didn't really, you know, love his music or even care, but recognized not only his talent, but the influence he's had on guitar players everywhere. By the way, I, um, so you guys know, please don't do any super chats today, but if you do any super chats, um, I'll donate all super chats today to uh, uh, to cancer. Uh, if you guys could help me with that, well, what we'll do is, yeah, but I would rather you guys just make donations to your to your cancer um, charities. You know, I mean, cut the middleman out. Don't don't give it to me, so I have to do it. But I will anything if just in case somebody doesn't hear this, like Nathan. Nathan, I will donate uh, on this Friday show. I'll make sure I'll tell you, I'll put all the donations to, to a cancer charity. But if some of you guys could help me, I've had problems in the past with knowing which ones are better than others. So if, uh, I don't care how many emails I get about this. If, if you want to email and ask, know your gear and just tell me a good charity, we'll, we'll handle that because, you know, I, like a lot of you, we have lost a lot of people to cancer and it doesn't seem to stop. Not that I want this to be the conversation we're having, but uh, he was pretty young, 65. You know what I mean? Uh, young people are going to think life and, and career left in him. So it's uh, it's pretty horrible to see him to see him go. Um, if uh, like some of you, I was very fortunate. I was able to see him live, and it was amazing. And uh, unlike some of you, I was uh, fortunate enough to meet him. I met him uh, once, and. It was a very amazing experience. He was very, uh, actually my son went with me and he was very nice to my son. My son at that time was probably, I think 11 years old and uh, maybe maybe 10. And uh, I'll never forget this I just because it's the, always the thing I've told this story before on the podcast. It always amazed me because when he met my son, uh, he got down on a knee to talk to my son and I always remember that and uh that uh, I always think that tells you somebody's character you know what I mean he was meeting a lot of people that day and uh, we were in line to talk to him for a brief minute but like I said taking that extra second with my son has always meant something to me my wife and my son and uh and uh, yes it's uh it's a sad loss in fact so I so much so I like a lot of you and that's another reason why I thought I'd go live uh I've been doing once I heard it, I stopped working and immediately started looking to see how fake this is and it got substantiated. And so it's, it's, uh, it's pretty horrible. So, um, but we have amazing music for, for the, for eternity. And that's, that's always the bright side. The thing you have to look at. Some people very rarely get to leave a mark on the world that is so powerful like he's done. Um, so let me go through some comments, see what you guys are talking about. Um, I'm not going to lie. I have some water cause you guys know I always, my voice goes a little, uh, but believe it or not, I am drinking beer. Uh, I am Irish. And when someone passes away, we start drinking. So it's a little early in the day for me, but I decided if I, when I came upstairs to, uh, I clicked the button to go live. I decided I'll, I'll, I'll have one. If it's too early for you where you're at, or if you don't partake, uh, I'm doing it for you guys. The rest of you guys can join me if you like. Um, so let's see some comments. Let me let me see what you guys are saying. Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Um, hold on. <laughs> a lot of you guys have a lot of things to say. Oh, you know, uh, that's, uh, that's, I can't say it. Redallion actually says my favorite story of him is from Dimes Funeral. An original deserves the original. Yeah, that is, you know what? Uh, I'll put a link uh, in this later uh, to that. That was a great story. Um, yeah, a lot of you guys just are saying it's sad news. A lot of us just talking about this. It's a kind of funny. It's a funny thing when somebody this powerful, this amazing passed away they almost seem unhuman superhuman almost like you just don't picture it you just don't i i found this to be true with every one of these rock icons as they pass away um it always hits you like it's impossible you know what i mean even though we're aware of it i mean obviously everybody doesn't live forever but um it's crazy and i think this is compounded even more by this has been the worst year <laughs> you know what i mean and, uh, and I think a lot of us, including myself, a lot of us were looking forward to next year and the future of music coming back to the, you know, and, and to know that that's not going to happen for him, which means not happen for us is, is pretty horrible. Um, yeah, John says, John Clark says, I'm glad I got to see him with both Dave and Sammy. I never, it's funny. I'm, I'm, you know, controversially, and this is a bad time to bring this up, but it's just the truth. I've, I grew up on Sammy Hagar's version of Van Halen. So it's, I love David, uh, David Lee Ross version, of course, but I grew up on the Sammy Hagar version. Um, when, uh, for unlawful carnal knowledge came out, I think I was, I don't know, freshman in high school or, or junior high at that point. And so it was a, it was a, it was an amazing album for me. So that's the Van Halen that got me. Now I've seen him only live once and it was with Roth in the reunion tour. And I thought David Lee Roth was phenomenal. Uh, my friend had seen them four or five times, went with me and he told me that it wasn't as amazing as I was saying it was, but I had no reference. So to me, it was just watching these guys be amazing. Um, and Wolfgang was playing bass and it was just a great, a great show. Um, in fact, it was right when I started being on YouTube because it's. Uh, I actually posted his guitar solo on YouTube. It was on my channel. It was one of my first things I ever posted. I was so blown away by his solo. I recorded and put it on YouTube. Didn't get any copyright strikes because it wasn't monetized or anything um, uh, because at that time I just had a channel I wasn't using. I wasn't putting content on it. Um yeah, uh, Goob Goob Tuber says we wouldn't be here without Eddie Van Halen. You know that's that's actually the bigger thing. I'm I'm a, I'm a I, I'm jealous. Okay, I'm jealous of everyone who's ever uh, was inspired by guitar because of Eddie Van Halen. I'm jealous of you. I'll say that right now. I was a I, I'm gonna probably say second, but probably third generation influenced by Eddie Van Halen player. What I mean by that is. Um, before I got into, uh, Van Halen, even before I even really like, Oh, Van Halen's great. I, I got into extreme with Nuno Bittencourt and I was like, this is great. And then I was like, Paul Gilbert's great. And uh, I was into racer X and I listened to bands. And then those bands, when they would talk, when you would read, you know, hit parader magazine and guitar world and all these magazines, you would read, you know, their articles and the articles they would reference Eddie. And I'm like, really, really, you know, and I've said this a million times. I was a Steve I fan probably immediately. The first time I saw Steve, I was like, whoa, what is this? And, um, my first, my first memory of, of, of MTV is, um, Yankee Rose with David Lee Roth and Steve I. And I remember being when I was younger and I've said this before, so it's just worth saying, because again, it adds to my jealousy of the players that actually got to discover Eddie the right way, the real way, which is hear him, hear eruption on the radio and go, what is this? I am amazed. I heard Steve I play. And then somebody goes, oh, well, you know, if you like Steve, I you should listen to Eddie Van Halen. The first time I listened to Eddie, I thought, oh, this is good. But I mean, he's no, you know, magical Steve, I fast shredder guy. And it took almost no time for me to realize that Eddie was just amazing. You know what I mean? But, um, but I found him through, like I said, I found him through the people he had already influenced. And that tells you something that tells you something that's, that's, that's the thing that's going to be a, a magical 
about uh, this legacy that he's left is, you know, again, we're going to mourn his death because we're, we're all at a loss, right? Uh, but think about all the players that will exist from now on until forever off of the legacy of those players that are inspired by, by, inspired by, by, inspired by. Think about the play, the, how that works, right? There's a player out there right now who's inspired by a player who was inspired by, who was inspired by, who was inspired by Eddie Van Heelan. And that's, man, you could not, you could not want for anything else as a legacy, in my opinion. Um, but it's still, it just, it's uh, even talking here, it seems to weigh really heavy. You know what I mean? I feel like uh, I thought maybe talking to you guys would make me feel not this way, and it's not working. <laughs> the more I'm talking, the more I feel horrible. Um, and it's uh, and it uh, speaks volumes that someone you've never met and don't know. Well, I met him once, but you know what I mean? I don't know him. Um, could affect you this way. So, uh, okay, so let's read some more comments. What do you guys, uh, obviously a lot of you got condolences, rest in peace, Daddy Van Halen. Um, you know, Danny said, uh, again, Danny, uh, is saying from the comments from Daily Roth has recently dropped. I suspected something like this was coming. Well, yes. Uh, there, if you don't know, there was an article, I read it, uh, a few months ago about David Roth saying that Eddie is sicker than they're leading on. And, um. Yeah, you know, but, you know, when I'd seen him, the couple times I'd seen him, you know, I was an EVH dealer. In fact, I was one of the first EVH dealers uh, for the product line, Uh, so much so that I didn't even know what I was signing up for. I was I received I was one of the dealers that received some of the very first uh, 5150 amps when they came out. And so because of that, I got to go to the uh, the NAMM show. I got to go to the special meet and greet with Eddie Van Halen where you got to watch him play and talk about the amp. And um and at that time, you know what I mean? It was apparent to my wife, to me, to Ralph. Ralph was there. If you guys know, you know, some of you guys know Ralph, um, that, you know, that was your first moment of, wow, you know what I mean? You can tell not that he's gotten older. We're all getting older, but yeah, there's something was wrong. And that was when he was healthier. You know what I mean? So, yes. Um, uh, Nathan said, one of my, one of my best memories was seeing Van Halen uh, with you and Jimmy in Phoenix. Uh, what an amazing show. Yes. So, so that, uh, Nathan was at the show that I'm talking about that when we saw my, our friend Jimmy was there and, uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, like I said, um, it was one of the, one of my favorite shows. Um, hold on a second. Um, Ben, Ben Neal is saying, I'm happy I met him at uh, Norm's Rare, Norman's Rare Guitars in 2016. Spent an hour talking a moment and we'll never forget. You know, what's funny is um, I have friends that that have interacted with him in a pretty regular basis. And, you know, like I said, I have met him once. It was brief and it was a, a stage meet and greet. You know, it was a private meet and greet, but it was stage. And... Uh, and I, I watched him, but more importantly, I watched that night as he talked to everybody. There was a room, it was a private room. There was probably 40 people there. They're invited. He, he actually took a photo. The, the thing that I remember, I have a photo. I, I Obviously, I didn't know if I was going to go live or not. I didn't get it. I showed it to you guys. I don't think I've ever showed it to anybody. I have a photo of me and Eddie Van Halen together. And um, uh, this story is uh, something that I, I love to tell uh, people because it was really cool. So when we got to meet Eddie... Um, it was at a, again a private event for dealers, and it was at the release of the Wolfgang. So obviously, I was at the one for the amp. The Wolfgang came out, and like a lot of dealers that got invited, got in. Uh, I was very lucky that I got to bring a, a, some friends, like Ralph, my wife, my son, which was not the norm. Most of the dealers didn't get extra passes. I got extra passes because um, I was really good friends with the EVH guys on top of being a dealer. And this is why this was always will tell you about him as a character. I did what a lot of dealers did that night. I brought a guitar for him to sign, you know, right. If you're going to meet Eddie Van Halen, get him to sign this guitar. It'll be amazing. Right. Who wouldn't want a guitar signed by Eddie Van Halen? We got there. We're, we're waiting for him to show up. And when he gets there, the first thing he does, he gets in front of us and he's talking to us. And he says, just so you know, I'm not going to sign anything tonight. 
And you can imagine, you know, the dismay of like, wow, I'm not, oh man, I want him to sign my guitar. It was going to be so, so powerful. And he said, but instead I've hired a photographer and we're all going to take a picture together. And he had it set up to where you take it. So the, the picture I have with Eddie Van Halen, my son has a picture with him as well. They're professional pictures. They had a professional photographer take a picture with you. You and Eddie Van Halen, and then they printed it there, a real photo, put it in a frame, <laughs> like a little like card frame thing, really nice. And then they gave us a little swag bag of pics and stuff that he, you know, Eddie likes and stuff. And which was way, way better than ever getting anything signed by him, just having a picture with him. But not only that, to to have this professional picture done. And I always thought to myself, what what a great person. What a great idea, right? I mean, what a way to really commemorate the moment. So, and he sat there, he had a pose with every single people. Like I said, it was 40, 50 of us. It, it's, it's, uh, you know, he, here he is doing this, uh, you know, here he is doing this meet and greet. He's got to shake everybody. Although I have told this story before. I want to tell it again, just because again, it made, it makes me laugh. And sometimes when something like this happens again, I'm Irish, which means you want to drink and tell good stories. Um, I don't know if I told you this. I'm six foot. <laughs> I'm a big guy. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Eddie is not so big. And, um, and, uh, there was a bunch of us guys, uh, my size, some, and what happened was the, uh, the, um, person in charge of the event came up to us and told us one by one, when you shake Eddie's hand, do not squeeze his hand. And, you know, you're like, Oh, okay. Okay. Don't squeeze his hand. Gotcha. And, uh, I don't know if you know this, but, but, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm a firm handshake person. I believe a handshake tells a lot about persons. So I like firm handshakes. And so I go, okay, I won't, I won't squeeze his hand. Right. I get it. He's a guitar player. His hands, they're, they're amazing. And, uh, we can't, we can't put them, you know, at risk. And, uh, I go to finally in my time to walk up, I walk up to him. And as you introduce yourself, like, hi, my name's Phil. And he's like, you know, obviously he's Eddie Van Halen. You go to shake his hand. He squeezes the crap out of my hand. <laughs> like he's crushing it. And I'm like, <laughs> and and uh, I, I'm like, you know, a little shocked and I'm shaking his hand and I'm talking to him. And so, you know, I have my few minutes with him. We talk and then I go over to the, there's an area where they have, you know, uh, snacks and drinks and stuff for us to hang out while it's like a little party called the Wolfgang party. And my other friend walks up and I go, how's it going? He's like, good. And he goes, he goes, they told me not to squeeze his hand. I go, oh, they told me that too. And he goes, and he squeezed the hell out of my hand. And I go, mine too. And I go, do you think they punked us? I'm like, I don't think so. But it was just, I don't know. It was just, again, good memories. I loved, I love that I have a good memory like that. Um, so let's see what else you guys got to say. Let's say, like I said, this is a, uh, this live thing is basically awake. If, uh, if, uh, if you have a, a drink, I have a, uh, I'm drinking a kill lifter. Um, so as sad as we are, let's talk about some good stories. Who's got, tell me if you got a good story about Eddie Van Halen. Besides, and it, can, it doesn't even have to be a personal one where you met him. You know what I mean? How did he change your life? What did he do that makes you love his music? You know, that's, that's how we're going to remember this guy forever is the person that, you know, changed music forever and changed us forever. Um, Um, okay. So, uh, Renee says very last time I saw Van Halen was at the shoreline amphitheater mountain view, July 18th, 2015. So that's pretty recent within the last five years. I want to say I went and saw him. It felt like you guys, I can't remember the time. I want to say it was like 2012 or earlier like that. It was, you know, I remember it was after 2009. At least I remember that way. Maybe Nathan remembers. Um, Dylan says the scale and scope of Eddie's genius is difficult to describe in, in words, such a loss for uh, guitar players everywhere. I, I agree. We got robbed. We are all sad, not only because a great person died, but because we're screwed, man. We were owed some great music. He was going to, you know what I mean? That's, that's what happens when you lose talent like this. You're like, we got screwed. There could have been much more music to come. And, uh, we don't get that now, but, uh, but again, you know, we have the amazing music they made. Jake says, thank you, Jake. Again, I, 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 I want to bond with Jake uh, for a minute. Jack, don't listen to me. It's Jack. It's 
Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, Jake. It just jumped again. Uh, Jake said uh, that uh, for unlawful carnal knowledge, for unlawful carnal knowledge changes life forever. Uh, appreciate you saying that because, like I said, so many players uh, just a few years older than me, that's all it took, a few years older than me, got to experience Van Halen in the most epic way, which was, what is this on the radio? I've never heard of this. We, we, you know, I got to hear it later and it's still, think about this, it's still changed me as much as you know it's funny i will argue this and please take no offense to anyone out there i will argue this because it's again it's my emotions it's me as a player to me when he used the drill on the guitar that was that was eruption for me when i heard that and some people were like what that's so you know i've had players tell me go don't even try to compare those things i'm not i'm not comparing them i'm explaining that he still had that kind of power and influence all those years, I heard that, and when I heard that Pound Cake song, I was like, "What is this?" You know what I mean? And I saw Paul. I've seen Paul Gilbert use a drill before, and I understand. I know he was using a sound effect. It just drew me in the sonic sound of it and the the harmonics and all that stuff. It just drew me in. So again, it's uh, it's it's great. Uh, JT says the first concert he went to was in 1981. And then again, my son first concert in 2015, great memory. So maybe it was 2015 when I saw them because that sounds maybe right. Maybe that's when I saw him in, in uh, Phoenix. So that's amazing, JT. That's a, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that memory. That's, that's fantastic, right? The idea that, uh, you could experience your first concert and your son's first concert together. Um, I, I have that experience. So, you know, JT, it's just not, unfortunately, Van Halen. My first concert was Motley Crue and my son's first concert was Motley Crue. Um, my very first concert was Warren opening for Motley Crue and my son's very first concert was Motley Crue opening for Kiss. <laughs> so, uh, and, and, uh, and funny enough, my wife's first concert was Motley Crue. So we all three went together. And so my son's first concert was Motley Crue and, 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 uh, let's, let's be, you know, let's be honest. That's always going to be the memory for me more so than my son and anybody else. But, uh, I always love that. So thank you for sharing that as well. Um, what else do we got? Um, King dude says, now remember I'm reading these without, you know, I can't proof anything I read. So if I'll, I'll please guys, I hope you guys are staying cool. Uh, it says, uh, K King dude, 1999 says bought a 1984 on cassette when I was 13 after seeing it moved. There's a lot of comments now. Hold on. I think I lost your comment. I'm going to have to make sure I, I grab them so I don't lose them. Let's try to find another one. <laughs> it's, it's hard when they're jumping around. I'm gonna have to read faster. Um, Mega Jared X says, I think I'll buy a Kramer and make it just like his in respect. That's, that's a cool idea. You know what I mean? Uh, there's, it's a funny thing to me. Um, I, I own some signature guitars. You know what I mean? I have a, uh, a John Petrucci, which is behind me, that blue one, his guitar. <laughs> like I don't, right. I, but, uh, uh, you know what I mean? It's funny. It's his guitar. Like I, the reason I own that guitar right there is because I was always thinking about getting one. And then I saw Joe Bonamassa play one. And then I saw John Mayer play one. And I remember thinking like, man, it must be a really good guitar if these other guys are playing it. And I knew they were Eddie Van Halen fans too. And so I picked one up and I've been uh, loving it ever since. Uh, Gizmo Gadget Geek. Hey, how's it going? It says, Panama was my first Van Halen song. I heard it. Uh, that was and I, the first song he ever heard. And he was like, I like this. Yeah, you know, what's funny is uh, Van Halen is a band that for me, when I heard them the first time, I liked them. And I, I, can, I can't say that with every band. The first time I heard Guns N' Roses, I did not like Guns N' Roses. The first time I heard Metallica, did not like it. I remember thinking like, I don't know what this is, but I don't, I don't think I like this. And then the second listen, third lesson, uh, listen, and all of a sudden it grew on me. Van Halen was a band where the first time I heard them, I'm like, yes, this is whatever this is. I like this. I need more of this in my life. And, uh, uh, Jimsy says eruption was mind blowing in a world of star Wars and disco. I, I can't even fathom hearing eruption without hearing all the, you know, without hearing something like eruption first. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, I, I seriously, as it sounds just a few years older than me, I think you guys really lucked out with 
getting that experience. To me, I think Van Halen is one of the few bands that you can associate to the first, you know, the lucky few that got to hear the Beatles on the air for the first time and stuff like that. Um, and I mean that I don't, I don't, I don't, I won't take that back. So if any Beatles fans want to get upset, I'm a huge Beatles fan fanatically. Um, and, um, Paul McCartney's like one of the best bass players in the world. Even then I will still associate Van Halen to the Beatles. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I just, uh, there's things about each band that are uniquely different and I can understand where the Beatles has some kind of different thing going on, but still, man, for visceral, for a, a, a physical experiences, first time you hear them, I think it's just like a magical experience that very few bands get to actually tap into. And, you know, let's face it though. Both those bands have, have forever changed the landscape of music forever. Uh, a lot of you guys are just saying rest in peace. It's a sad day. And again, um, uh, Brian's gate says, I remember one night just before OU812. That's a great album as well was released. And I heard uh, Black and Blue on the radio. Had no idea what it was, but I just knew I had to be. It had to be Van Halen. And um, yeah, that's another great album as well. Green Top uh, God Peter says, "I never seen them live, and now I'm sad." It is sad, but you can always watch the concert experiences. And I, you know, I think about this uh, Green Top. Uh, something I've done recently, think about where we're lucky again. Again, you got to look at the, 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 the benefits, the things that we have going for us. You know, if you have a bigger TV, you know, you got that 40 inch or the 60 inch or 80 inch or whatever they got, get that bigger TV out, put a concert on there and hook it up to a nice stereo. You know what I mean? Make sure you have an experience. You don't need a surround sound system. Just hook it up to a nice speaker and, uh, and turn it up. You know what I mean? Don't have to kill yourself. Just turn it up and, sit in your chair. And I know it sounds lame. I know I, I love concerts like anybody. And I go to concerts. This is the first year. Think about this. This is the first year I haven't gone to a concert in my life. Since, since the very first concert I've ever been to, this is my first time. I mean, I say year, it's, a, it's almost sad. I, I don't think I've gone more than three, four months in my life at a time without going to a concert show. And that I'm still rounding up. I may have never, I mean, if you average it out, I've gone to more shows than there is months. So it's once a month. If I said I've been going to shows once a month since I was 15, I feel pretty confident. That's a pretty good answer because I go to that many shows. Whether they're local shows, whether they're big concerts, whether they're small concerts, I love going to music. I'm addicted to it. This is the first, I mean, literally we're in October, unless something changes, which I don't think so. This will be the first time in my life since I was 15 that I haven't gone to concert in a year, much less trying to say in a couple months or a month. And so it's, and that's why, like I said, I think this on top of all that, it's just hitting us. Um, what else? When Van Halen came out, I remember listening to it in living room floor with a speaker on either side of my head. Cause I couldn't turn it up enough. Yeah. Do you remember that? Do you guys remember just cranking up music? <laughs> you know, I, 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 uh, I, I, I love this story. Uh, I, it's just a reminder of, of us, this, this, the, the age groups a lot of us are in. My parents, you know, when I'd play music and listen to music, I would always tell me, my mom was always telling me to turn it down. And then now my daughter tells me to turn it down and my son does. And I always feel like my, my our generation was too extreme for our parents and too extreme for our kids because <laughs> they're always telling me to turn it down. And I'm like, turn it down? And I can't say the saying. You can't say, oh, if it's too loud, you're too old because they're like, you know, they're my kids. So I don't know what to say. If it's too loud, you're too young. I, it's funny how that that moment's gone. A lot of you guys are just talking about how sad you are right now. And that's why like I said, I'm hoping that, you know, just listen to me talk and we talking about this stuff. Um, wow. Leland says, saw them as a garage band in Pasadena. Leland, you are a stud. That is an impressive impressive memory to have um thank you for sharing it with us man that's really great that's fantastic i i have nothing like that there's no magical band that i can go oh i saw him win <laughs> you know there's nothing i got um again um, but like I said, don't do super chats, but if you do, like I said, I will make sure all the super chats I get today, I'll donate to, uh, some kind of cancer charity on Friday's live show. Um, like I said, if you're thinking about doing a super chat, uh, you know, just, I think it's a good time to remind us everybody to, you know, that 
we're losing too many people to uh, to cancer. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't think there's a single person uh, that could be watching right now that isn't touched in some way by someone they know that's had cancer. Either whether that uh, be, you know, I don't know. You understand what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm trying to keep, guys, I'm trying to stay focused. I'm, I apologize. Um, uh, I'm going to say, I can't read it. It's like phonetically weird. H3L beyond. Uh, dude, I'm sorry if I'm messing it up. It says, man, member. Member? I, I'll give you credit. You say member with an M. That's my favorite thing to say. Member instead of remember. Member? Member when? That's a stand-up comedian joke, right? Member when rock and metal ruled the world. It still does. Don't, don't, that's delusional. Don't, don't think that that's, look, rock and metal, even when they were super the most popular, if that is a thing ever, they were still not popular. There was always a genre like disco or pop music that always, uh, you know, resonate. Country music's always had a bigger persona, bigger, powerful audience, bigger uh, reach than rock and metal music. Rock and metal music has never been about how popular it is. It's always been about how diehard its fans are. And I think it's just as popular, if not more so, by volume of people, right? So than it than it is now. Um, in fact, so much so, if if I was gonna say something to to you guys that helps you uh, maybe understand where am I coming with this, coming from with this, rock and metal music now, I know it's more popular than it's ever before because the posers put their t-shirts on now people who don't like rock and metal call themselves rock stars they use the terms like right they put the t-shirts on rock and music is never been the mainstream it's always been for us that just truly love it that are smart enough to know it's great and and uh, now the posers have to kind of give us credit you know and act like us a little bit and um that's how i know it's it's cool because um you know you see people every day. I see people in a Starbucks with a, you know, a Rolling Stones or Metallica T-shirt, and they, you know, they probably never listened to it. So we we won. We 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 convinced the people that were cool that they're really not cool that we were cool and they got to imitate us now. There you go. Uh, Snack said Eddie is now with his two number one fans, Dimebag and Daryl. Uh, Dimebag Daryl, sorry, not Dimebag and Daryl. Don't listen to me. Dimebag Daryl and Vinnie Paul. Yeah, I mean, it's let's be honest, we're losing too many great, great guitarists and 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 musicians and drummers. Somebody saying beer is my idea too. I'm drinking as well, and that's pretty much going to be my night tonight. I'm going to drink a little bit, maybe play video games with my kids. One thing happens, I'm sure it happens to you guys. When someone passes away, whether you're like this, where it's someone you idolized your whole life or it's someone you knew close, you want to be with people you love. Mickey Solo says, I don't have the hair for hair metal anymore, but the spirit. You know what? Rob Halford rocked more than anyone else, and that guy didn't have any hair. <laughs> so... Um, Josh says posers take music that has changed my life and disrespect it. That is, you are, you are true. That is a true statement. I understand why it could upset you that way. I'm just arguing that maybe not look at it so much like that. Not that your statement isn't true and your feelings aren't true, but think of it this way. Think about how, look, when I went to high school, like a lot of you guys and, and gals out there, you know, um, the cool kids, <laughs> whatever that means, whatever the hell that was, uh, didn't like the rock metal music. So to me, I take joy in seeing the cool kids pretending like they do now. I, I don't know why I do. I just do. It's like it's like I knew something was cool and they didn't know and they were pretending the whole time. Um <laughs> Okay. Um, oh, you know what, Nick? Nick P says, I'm finally going to learn to play Unchained tonight. You know, I'm not going to lie. I'll probably be a few beers into the wind tonight, and I'll probably take that Van Halen guitar and probably take a take a stab at a couple Van Halen songs and try to, try to not embarrass myself. <laughs> so 
great idea. I hope a lot of you guys take that uh, that, that lead as way as well. Um, let's see. <laughs> All right. Vertex is saying they had a chance to um, to see Van Halen as uh, in Hartford Civic Center when they were a kid. Michael says first tour in first tour in 1977. Wow, that's a see uh, iconic. Um, Al John, hey Al John, how's it going, man? Uh, rest in power, EVH, the goat. Uh, that's awesome. You know, Al John, um, Al John, as you guys know, works for Epiphone, but also works for Kramer. And of course, you can't say Eddie Van Halen without thinking Kramer. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's funny how, it's funny how it, it, like I said, it's funny how much reach and power he has. I don't think, and let's be very clear. None of us are going to be over this tomorrow. This is going to be something that hangs on us for a while. Nick says he's also going to drink some beers tonight. Like I said, I'm not advocating that, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but um, but like I said, it is kind of tradition where I, where, in my circles, when you lose someone you love, you talk about great memories about them and you you have a beer or some whiskey. Either way. Um, they, um, Some of you guys are just quoting some lyrics. It's 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 a really it's really cool to see the amount of fans that just will always connect with him. Hold on a second. Let's see. I'm I know I'm skipping past some comments and I'm looking for some. Uh, William is talking about he was supposed to see them. Uh, with uh, his stepdad about eight or so years ago, but uh, the but they put the tour on hiatus because Eddie and Dave were fighting. Yeah, you know, let's be let's be clear. You know, this is a band like a lot of bands that um, we're the outsiders. Don't forget that. Okay, there we we can't speculate to know if you guys have those kind. Of, look, I, I'm not a perfect person by any means. You know, uh, I like to believe a lot of my my outlooks on life are from the horrible things that have happened to me, the horrible things that I've maybe unfortunately done to others, uh, mostly unintentional, I'm sure, because like I said, I don't ever try to hurt anyone. But what I'm trying to say is if you are that kind of, if you're a normal person, whatever that means, what I'm saying is, is that you can look at those relationships. We'll never know. Maybe it was true hatred, but I got a feeling deep down, just like I have friends. Sometimes, you know, I've said things, my friends have said things to each other that we didn't mean. You say things because, you know, you had, I've had relationship issues. We've all had relationship issues. If you're not, if you can't relate to this, man, God bless you for being, being perfect. Cause you know, that's great. But me, unfortunately, I don't have that road. Um, so what I'm getting at is we could talk about, the fallouts with people within that band and within those groups. But the truth is, is deep down, we don't know. They, they probably loved each other unconditionally and you know what I mean? And, and, and it may, if anything, you know, maybe they didn't get the time to, uh, to fix old issues, but that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that, they, that they're all fine, but I'm just saying, you know, you, you, you'd have to be in the group, uh, not physically the band group, but that group of friends and people to know because the bonds that you, that you develop over years, you know, if you guys, some of you guys, some of you guys and gals out there are service members. So you understand this concept of what I'm saying. Some people, some of you, obviously a ton of you guys are, and gals, I'm sorry, uh, are band members. You know what I mean? Who hasn't tried to choke to death somebody in their own band and who wouldn't also do anything for that same person? And that's what I'm saying. So uh, that's all I'm trying to say. Um, so I understand there's going to be, and the reason I say that is because sometimes when you lose someone like this, your first, some people's first thoughts are, you know, let's look at the people that were negative to that person. But again, you know what I mean? It's hard to judge. You got to judge, you know, fairly. And it's hard to be fair if you don't know. Um, 
Adam says, this is kind of a weird thing, but I'll, I'm going to read it, Adam. Adam says, since he put the Bumblebee uh, guitar with Dime, he should be buried with a Dean from Hell. That would be that would be very poetic. I could see that. The, the reality, though, is that there's another factor in Eddie's life, which is Wolfgang. Um, if, if anyone's buried a, a parent yet, most of my parents have passed away. Um, you won't. It's hard. I hope you guys understand. It's hard to understand a, 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 a child's logic when they lose a, uh, a parent. Um, it doesn't work the way it most some people predict it to work. Things mean things to you all of a sudden that didn't. Things that used to mean something to you don't. Um, so what I'm saying is I think that's a poetic idea. Um, but I would imagine uh, Wolfie is going to have, um, you know, not only some say in that, but also, you know, I don't know. Just. You know, here's a great one. I int, Egg, Eggnator. Ignator, I think it's EL84. Ignator EL84 says, I hope the music industry pays tribute to Eddie. I, me too. I, 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 look, a lot of amazing musicians have passed away. I have never seen the, I've never seen the experience I just saw today. And I've never felt the way I'm feeling right now, where I don't know why I'm live right now. I have no idea. I just, like I said, I was, I think, yeah, my camera's, oh, my camera's out of shot, uh, right there. I was filming, I was working, you know what I mean? I had a video to go out today, so obviously it'll go out later this week. Uh, it was, I, releasing the video today, working on the next video, I was doing what I was supposed to be doing, and I'm like, literally, I just don't want to do anything other than talk about Eddie Van Halen. That's what I want to do right now. I want to talk about him in some way. And, um, one thing I'm glad, and I hope you guys uh, are glad too, is uh, most of my close friends are at work right now, so I can't talk to them. So I thought I'd reach out to this guitar community and talk to you guys. Um, uh, let's see. Hold on a second. Um, a lot of you guys are just asking a little uh, questions. Uh, wow. Basement Guitar Guy said, I got to sit on stage during the Balance Tour in Minneapolis. Ed was a class act, amazing human that has been able to touch us all. I, I, I think it's funny. I, I mean, it's it's amazing that there's so many stories like that. He seemed he seemed like a genuine person who liked his fans. You know, and you hear stuff. You know, I mean, we always hear stuff. You hear stuff like, oh, you know, he, you know, he doesn't. But I, I've never seen anybody have a bad experience. And 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 when I say anybody, if somebody does, I mean, anybody can have a bad day. But man, overall, it's just been always been so. Um, Steve says, Phil, if 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 you and your fans want to see an amazing video of Eddie, of Eddie, uh, Eddie, look up what's like to be an American. It's one of the it's it's a one on one, and it's amazing. He truly is himself. Uh, it's on YouTube. Oh, okay. So the the video is called "What It's Like to Be an American." Is that the time, Steve? If you can help me, is that the interview he did for what's the what's the um, museum? Right, they put his stuff in the museum. Um, the Smithsonian, right? And he did an interview. Is that the same thing or is it different? Because I that's I, I believe Eddie Van Halen's uh, stuff was put in the Smitho Smithsonian under a category or an area of the Smithsonian called like Great American Inventors. So is that the same thing? Can somebody chime in and, and let me know if that's the same thing? Um, I'll, I'll look it. I'll definitely look it up after, you know, today I'll go look. I'll watch it tonight. Um Um, let me scroll down. Oh, and a lot of you guys, like I said, I, I can't read every comment, obviously, but a lot of you guys, a lot of outpour about basically how, how down and sad you guys are. And, and, um, yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's, um, 
I wish I could put a spin on this, man. I wish I could be like, hey, it's going to work out. But unfortunately, it's not. Um, other than the fact that we just have amazing music to love for the rest of our lives. And, and I like to talk about that part where you're talking about, uh, somebody was talking about, um, you know, making sure he gets, you know, credit from the music industry. I hope so as well. I hope so as well. Michael Easter says there are lots of stories about Edward's kindness. I, I'm sure. I, like I said, I've read tons of them. But what I'm saying is it's funny to me. Like when I talk to you guys in this community, I feel like I have some kind of connection with you guys. I know we don't really know each other. I know our relationship is basically this weird, I read your comments and then I talk thing. Um, but I get a sense. Like I've been doing this a while, okay, guys? Uh, I mean, I've, I've been live now interacting with people uh, for a long time and in a long amount of way. And I get a sense of who's just posting crap and who's saying stuff. And I'm not always accurate, but I get the sense. I can tell when a comment is sincere and when somebody's going for the sting or the jab or the stupid thing or to get read. And, uh, when I read comments, like I said, they're, they're very consistent on how, how much he's touched your guys' lives. And that echoes my sentiment, which is, like I said, I've had those same exact interactions. Um, Rick, thank you, Rick. LaBanca, uh, Rick LaBanca says people forget how good of a composer he was. Super creative. Absolutely. That is, that is, that is the part that has always been, look, we understand, uh, the term hired guns, right? Remember that? Remember, remember bands just getting the best guitar player in the band because that guy could shred or Garrel. I don't know why I'm trying to pen, pigeonhole anything. Um, you know, so, and yes, Eddie Van Halen was not only the hired gun, that could just play. Man, the guy could write music. He could write great songs, songs you want to sing. Tra transcending his guitarness, right? There are fans of Van Halen that don't care about guitar. They don't care. They probably couldn't. If we played them a Van Halen song and asked them on their life to tell me what part was piano, what part was guitar, and what was part bass, they probably couldn't distinguish anything. They just knew the song was good. We as musicians, and I love this analogy I say all the time, we as musicians are like chefs. If you give us something to eat, we will tell you that it tastes like there's garlic, a little salt, some cilantro, tomatoes that are probably ripened because they're a little sweet, right? We dissect, we diagnose. Someone who just eats food goes, yeah, taste, it's a good sauce. <laughs> Van Halen was so amazing that they made the chefs, Eddie Van Halen, of course, and of course Van Halen, made us chefs go, oh, we love all these ingredients and we love the genius to put these ingredients together. And then people who just said it tastes good go, yeah, this music tastes good. Uh, Jay LaDrew says he was a pianist. Pianist? Yes, pianist. I'm saying it right, right? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, right. That is, uh, I thought, I've read, I've read like a lot of you, I've read many interviews and many stories about Eddie Van Halen. And my understanding was that he was, uh, him and his brother Alex were, uh, classically trained, right? The mother made them. Uh, I, I hope I'm not ruining this. I'm, uh, I just get it because I'm trying to re remember something from years ago. But I knew that they both took piano, and I think Eddie stuck with it. I think that was the thing, but they both took piano. Um, oh, uh, Zendiva says, I don't know. Zendiva says, Van Halen was one of the biggest shows I ever saw, Monsters of Rock, San Francisco. Yeah. A lot of people are echoing the sentiments. You're going to listen to a lot of Van Halen over the next couple of days. Look, I already started. Uh, you know, uh, that's the first thing I did was switch my music selection over to the Van Halen stuff. Um, uh, Led says, literally just finished a, wiring a guitar this morning, putting strings on it now so I can play along with Van Halen songs. You know, what's weird is, uh, I don't know if you guys um, saw, but Rick Beato released a video like what would happen if uh, Van Halen played like Stairway to Heaven and he had Phil X do it. And I and I was like, you know, I saw the, the thing with Phil X and I was like, well, that's, that's interesting. And then that made me get out my Van Halen guitar. This actually, uh, the, the Wolfgang's been out. In fact, the video that was supposed to come out today, the Wolfgang was in that video. So the one I filmed yesterday. But this one I got out because of, you know, I seen Phil X going, oh, yeah, I should get out my Van Halen guitar. And then 
I saw the thing that said Van Halen had passed away, and which I immediately just said, oh, I hate this stupid internet and how they always BS. You know what I mean? Always these stupid things. And, um, and uh, then I got, you know, you know, like you guys, I got the text and then I got an email and then I got a text and I was like, oh no, what's going on? So, um, Jesse Anderson says, what am I listening to? I clicked on Van Halen on Pandora. I know that's kind of cheesy, but that's what I did. So, um, SRV3 Fender says people don't realize how important EVH Eddie Van Halen is to the industry. They changed um, the way guitars were made, amps, and the way records were recorded. I don't uh, disagree with that at all. I think he's made some significant changes. Um, Me personally, uh, I think the 5150 amp forever changed the landscape of of amplifiers i i consider uh has nothing to do with his passing today i've said again stuff this is the thing about doing podcasts like i do every week everything i said is out there i've said this many times the 5150 is an amp that should be regardless of this passing of, of eddie van halen it should be listed as some of the most iconic amplifiers up there with the fender basement and the marshall plexi to me it's an industry changing amplifier and um and I've always felt that way. I feel like it literally changed the landscapes of how all the amps we play now. Um, so there you go. Ruben says, stop drinking soda. Man, this isn't soda. I'm drinking beer, unfortunately, or fortunately. Like I said, I've started my, started my own personal wake today. Um... Okay. Stratman 74 says crying here. Grown men don't cry unless we lose the greatest. We lo- uh, lost and sad. Rest in peace, uh, Eddie. Uh, yeah. There, you know, hey, man, there's nothing wrong with crying. <laughs> you know, there's just nothing. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Everybody's going to have a different opinion about that. Um. The, um, everybody growing up, this is a funny thing. I don't, uh, just to talk about it. Everybody talks about that when you're growing up, you know, you're, when you're a man, you don't cry. When something truly happens horrifying to you, you will cry. That's what I know. And when something truly happens horrifying to someone you love, you will cry. So, you know, whatever. There's no shame in that. Um, uh, Scruffy the janitor says, Phil, I was texting with Jakey Lee. He said, rest in peace to the man who showed us the room and the closed and closed the door. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great quote. Um, Ruben says, beer's good, soda's bad. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the the acknowledgement. Oh, M. Smith. I purchased a my 5150 head in 1992. Still all original and love it. It's an iconic amplifier, like I said. Um, so hopefully, like I said... You know, hopefully I read a bunch of your comments. I hopefully you feel like you got some stuff out there. Um, Buck said Buck Norris says his rhythm guitar was better than his soloing, which says a lot because his soloing was amazing. I agree, by the way. I mean, no disrespect, of course, to anyone at this moment. But I got to say, if I'm just being as honest as I possibly can be, as amazing as Eddie Van Halen's lead playing was, I've always been a fan of his rhythm playing his his riffs his rhythm playing his his uh, song composition composition i'm sorry maybe i'm drinking more beer than i thought his song <laughs> the basically uh 
is I always felt like as great as the soloing was, his attributes were in other arenas is just as much. Um, yeah, Moobox says, I have to admit, I had a little cry about a few minutes ago while I was watching dishes and listening. Yeah, it's, uh, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's, um, we're all, you know, um, I have in my life, I've only had a few things happen that have made me not want to work. Usually work is where I go when I'm having stress. You know what I mean? That's what I like to do. Throw myself into work. And today, as soon as I, as soon as it hit me, I was like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to work. I don't want to say, Hey guys, I don't want to show people stuff. And I didn't want my video to go out today because I didn't want you guys to see, you know, whatever I, I put product video out or whatever I was doing. I just didn't feel like it was, it, it, it felt like everything was not, didn't matter. Didn't matter. So I figured we'd do this. Amanda, Amanda Coombs says, uh, this group therapy session is uh, helping a lot of people right now. Well, it's helping me, Amanda. That's, uh, I'll be honest. I, I, uh, I feel like talking about this is, it's fun. It's, 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 it's making it feel, you know what I mean? Um, and remembering how amazing he is is so much better in my mind than thinking about how much we've lost today. Uh, and then, uh, and like I said, don't, don't super chat, but if you guys do, like I said, I will, I will donate it to, to uh, a cancer charity, but and on Friday show. Yeah. A lot, Mike says the same thing. Crying is part of mourning and, and we're all mourning. It's a loss of our greatest hero. Yeah. I mean, for sure. To me, to me, there are, we use the term guitar hero. And since uh, you brought up my guitar hero, there are guitar heroes. And then there are, you know, like in, in <laughs> there are gods and then there, you know, in, in the Greek mythology and then there's, you know, then there's gods. Right. And, um, Yes, you know, Hendrix, Halen, you know what I mean? This is just, it's, it's huge. Paul says, uh, Paul Rogers said, uh, celebrating life is better than grieving death, but still, yeah. Look, man, celebrating life is not about not grieving. It's about, um, focusing your energy to remember that you are sad, which is okay. And, um, we're all, we're all hit by this. And, but there's, like I said, we were left with so much. Let me, let me read just a couple more comments and then I'll let you guys go. I'm actually going to spend some time with my family today. Uh, I'm going to finish this beer and then spend some time with my family today. Um, um, Douglas says Eddie was a guitar deity. Yep. David said they told us gods can't die. Well, that's what I was talking about earlier. I feel like, you know, when you hear this stuff, it's just not possible. You know what I mean? Not only because he's young, that's just one factor, but it's just, I don't know. Uh, Katiana says EVH is a Mount Rushmore of guitar players. Yes. I'm agreeing with you. Honest to God. If you made a Mount Rushmore of four great guitar gods, Eddie would be on my list of the four to go on there. Um, for sure. Not even close. And then, uh, and then Arthur do super chat. Like I said, you know, if the super chats, I'm all the super chats today will go towards uh, cancer charity. I'll donate them on Friday show. Uh, it says, he said, I don't remember a day without Eddie in my life. I didn't discover him because he was always there. I'm so thankful that I lived and loved his music. And, and that's, and that's a great sentiment for all of us to remember as we uh, digest what has happened today is that we will always have his music uh, forever. Some of us will always have his guitars. I mean, that's, you know, those are also things that we can connect with. Um, and man, I think I'm gonna leave on that note. 
uh, like I said, it was really good. I really want to thank you guys. A lot of you guys are saying thank you for this. No, no, thank you guys for this. Thank, I'm so glad, uh, glad that I had a, a platform to just talk. And, uh, and, um, um, and I hope you guys, uh, are going to plan to do what I'm going to do tonight. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to make sure my kids, uh, listen to a little Van Halen tonight. And, uh, I'm going to play a little Van Halen tonight. And, uh, and I'm going to remember how amazing, um, Van Halen is and Eddie Van Halen. And uh, I hope you guys do the same. Take the lead with that as well, because um, it's truly a sad day. And on that note, I'm going to let you guys go. Thank you guys so much uh, for hanging out today. And uh, I'll see you guys next time.